Until Thursday, I would have described 2023, all 19 days of it, as being all about extreme weather, Harry and Meghan's attempt to burn down the House of Windsor, and potholes. But nothing gets a newsroom going like the surprise resignation of a Prime Minister. Who would have thought one of our most popular Prime Ministers would join the great resignation trend? I was both shocked and somehow not surprised. The Prime Minister said, I have given my absolute all to being Prime Minister, but it has also taken a lot out of me. You cannot and should not do the job unless you have a full tank, plus a bit in reserve for those unplanned and unexpected challenges that inevitably come along. Having reflected over summer, I know I no longer have that bit extra in the tank to do the job justice. It's just, it's that simple. And it is. We always hear politicians say the job is a privilege and that it's an honour to serve, but it can be a thankless task. Unless you are a politician or married to one, I don't think anyone really understands what the job fully entails. The workload, the hours, the constant critiquing of your performance and policies. If you worry about what other people think of you, then the job is not for you. I appreciate her honesty around it. Quite simply, she's burnt out. There should be no shame or judgement in that, save that for her political legacy. Who wouldn't be depleted after the last five and a half years she's had? Years unlike what any previous Prime Minister has had to deal with, and I'm sure it felt like twice as long. I'd be shattered too. There will be those who feel that since she was elected by the people, she should stick it out until October 14th, that she is leaving because of a drop in the polls and can read the writing on the wall, that she cannot handle the vitriol, the nastiness many women in politics experience, and on a growing level. Sure, these issues probably contributed to Ardern's decision. But it's not one thing alone that leads to burnout. Anyway, if there is more to her resignation, we will probably have to wait until the memoir. And considering her reputation around the world, I'm sure the offers won't be far away. But running New Zealand with all the challenges it faces heading into 2023 is not a job that can be done on an empty tank. It is not a job you can quietly quit. The Prime Minister's resignation does put the Labour Party in a difficult position, whether you agree with her policies or politics or not. Jacinda Ardern is a very good communicator and leader. The party has a tough year ahead as the election looms and we hold them account for their performance and their delivery over the last couple of terms. Whoever tries to fill Ardern's shoes won't have an easy time of it. Should she have called the snap election? Some believe so. We will have a Prime Minister we didn't vote for and you see how that played out in the UK. Aware that whatever, whoever takes over the role cannot be seen as a caretaker PM, Ardern has opted to give a new leader time to cement themselves into the role and to give them a fighting chance to have made their mark by 14 October. While the decision to resign is unexpected, the Labour Party will want to give off the impression they are united and calm in the face of it all. That said, I still believe Ardern has made the right decision for us, for her family and for herself. Her move might even be the best thing for the Labour Party. The Prime Minister's resignation is a reminder we've all been through some tough years and there's nothing wrong with taking time to fill up the tank. It's a message we should all take on in 2023.